On the island of Hoi, there's a valley, and it's where you find the dwarfy stain. It's a rock-cut tomb from about 5,000 years ago, and the cliffs behind it's called the Dwarfy Hammers. And a bit further along, there is a little valley that runs into the hill that's called the Trawy Glen, named after the Trows, the fairy folk that live there. And this is a story about that very magical place, a place so magical they've even named it after fairies and dwarfs. This is the Trows of Trowy Glen. Now, Mansi Rich was a young man who lived in Rackwick, the beautiful, beautiful valley facing the sea. It has boulders of striped rocks on the shore, and the sand there is pink, because on either side of it is two huge red sandstone cliffs, and that's what colours the sand. It's beautiful. Now, Mansi had business one day that took him a far, far away down to Longhope, and so he set off early in the morning and he went walking and he concluded his business and he was wanting to get home early. He wanted to make sure that he didn't have to travel through the Trowy Glen after dark. So one thing led to another and he got a bit delayed, a bit later than he would have liked. So he had to set off and walk all the way home, and to his horror, it was starting to get dark. The gremlins, we call it in Orkney. The gremlins was on twilight. And as he was approaching Trowy Glen, it was getting darker and darker. And his heart was in his mouth. He was afraid. Now, as he was walking along that valley, he found himself being drawn towards the Trowy Glen. He didn't want to go to Trowy Glen, but he had no choice in the matter. His feet were taking him in that direction, whether he wanted to go or not. And then he realised that he wasn't alone. You see, there was lots of little people walking with him, no bigger than about a foot high. And he knew these to be the fairy folk. And they were drawing up towards Trowy Glen. And when they got there, and he went up right to the head of the glen, there was a cave there. And light was pouring out of the cave. And so was music. There was a lovely party going on in there. Well, Tam found himself walking through the door. And there he was stopped by... Two trowy guards who said, So, what do you want? Well, I don't really know, he says. I'm, I'm just here. Well, you can't pass, they said. You can't come into the kingdom until you get a passport from himsel. Himsel? Yeah, himsel. He's the, the boss around here. And before you can come into his kingdom, you have to have a passport with his name on it. So they made him wait, and they went into another room, and then they came back carrying a chair between them, like a throne, which they sat down on the floor. And then 
a wee man who was bigger than the rest. He was about 18 inches tall. He came walking in. He was dressed in fine powder blue clothes, and on his head was a white turban. And he said, Do you know who I am? No, said Mansi, but I'm not scared of you, he lied. Ha! Well spoken, Mansi, he said. I'm himsel. I'm the chief child here in the Trowie Glen, and this is my kingdom, and before you can pass into it, you must have a passport with my name on it, but that's not a problem. I can get you that. But I bet you'd be liking a drink after, you know, the long walk. Well, that I would. Well, try some of this. And he clapped his hands, and a trow servant brought him a cog of foaming ale, and he said, Drink that. It's heather ale. You'll never have tasted anything as good as this in your life before. And sure enough, he took a drink of it, and oh, it was so good. And he felt himself tingling all over, and he wanted to dance. The music was still pouring out of the room next door, and he wanted to go in and join the fun. Well, himself wrought out a passport for him and handed it to him, and the door was open and he could join the dancers, and they all danced on the floor there. All the little men were dressed in blue, and the little ladies who were beautiful to look at, they were all dressed in white. And he thought that these little tiny women were so beautiful. And he wanted to dance with them. But there was the height problem for a start. But also every time he put his hands down to try to grip their hands between his thumb and, and forefinger. Then they just disappeared. They just ran through his fingers like water. He could never touch them. But he still had a good time, and he laughed, and he danced, and he drank more heather ale, and he was having a lovely time. Well, after a while, he started to think to himself, I'd like a smoke. So he says to himself, Would you object if I smoked? Did what? Smoked. What do you mean, smoked? Well, smoke a pipe, you know. Uh, no. You don't know what a pipe is? You don't, you don't know about smoking? No? No, I don't know anything about this. What? what explain? Well, I'll, I'll show you, he said. And he took out his clay pipe. And he took out some tobacco. And it was a, a long twist, a plug of tobacco. And he cut off a chunk of it and he rubbed it on his palm. And he filled the pipe. And all the little fairy folk were gathering around in amazement to watch this incredible ritual. They'd never seen anything like it before. Now, he then got out his matches and he struck a match and he lit it. And he blew big pungent clouds of smoke up into the air. And all the little fairy folk were amazed by such a sight. They'd never seen anything like this before. But then a terrible thing happened. As the smoke started to fill the hall, all the little fairy folk started to cough and hold their throats, and they all started to pass out. They all fainted, lay down on the floor, collapsed, fell over, and 
poor Mansi was absolutely horrified by what had happened. But by this time it was too late. All the little fairy folk were overcome with the fumes and they were all passing out and falling on the floor. And the last one to go was himself, who was bigger than the rest of them. Himself collapsed. And as soon as himself went over, there was a noise like a clap of thunder. And the light went from Mansi's eyes, and he fell into a deep swoon. And when he woke up, he discovered that he wasn't in front of a cave. He was in front of a rabbit hole in the Trowy Glen, and not a trow in sight. So, ladies and gentlemen, it just goes to show that smoking can damage your elf. I do apologise for that.